Today is often called Good Shepherd Sunday, or Saturday in our case today, and uh, refers to this passage from the Gospel, where we hear about Jesus as our Good Shepherd, and the, the shepherd's role is to protect the sheep, to care for their needs, to feed them, um, to make sure they're, they're provided for. And what allows the shepherd to do this is that we stay close to him, that the sheep of the flock stay close to the shepherd. If we wander off by ourselves, um, then we are no longer under his care and protection. And we can think about uh, the sort of person that tries to get into the sheepfold without uh, coming through the gate. Uh, Jesus calls himself the gate in the second part of the parable. Or the person who tries to climb into the barn through the window rather than going through the door. Usually we don't say, well, that person just must not like gates. They, they, there's no problem there. They're just going through the window. You know, We would suddenly say, well, what is going on here? What, why are they going through the window? That prompts a question, right? But um, what is the person trying to get at? Probably up to no good, right? So we should be suspicious when somebody tries to be a part of the flock but doesn't go through the gate. And since we don't go through Jesus, we're, we're kind of on our own uh, program, you might say. Now, if Jesus is our shepherd, how do we show that we are his sheep? How do we show that we belong to the flock? Well, one way is we follow him, right? So where he goes, we follow. So for us, that means to follow his teachings, to follow what he asks us to do, trying to be obedient to what he, he asks of us. It means we know his voice. We're familiar with how he speaks to us. So through the, the liturgy, through the, the scriptures, um, again, through the teachings of the church, we're familiar with the voice of Christ so that we can recognize it and say, ah, yeah, there, there's the voice. That's, that's the good shepherd. Um, and also we can say, that's not the good shepherd. I'm not going to follow that voice. So there's, these are important elements that we have, uh, knowing Jesus, hearing his voice, following him, and obeying him. These are the things that kind of help us to stay close to Christ in our journey as we walk. Now, if someone isn't part of the flock, we might say, well, what do they have to do? What should they do if they want to become part of the flock? Well, again, going back to those things, learning the voice of the shepherd, following the shepherd. So, you know, being baptized, obviously, for, as Christians, we're baptized, and that brings us into this relationship formally with Jesus. Having our sins forgiven, if we need to, go to confession. Um, establishing this communion with Jesus, this relationship that is, I'm following you, and I'm paying attention to you, and I'm, I'm obeying what you ask of me. So that's pretty simple. So when, we, when it comes to trying to help others follow Jesus, I think our lives are really important in that, right? So what we live out shows an example of hopefully what, what it is to follow Jesus. And so it's not so much just what we say, but it's more what we do that helps people say, okay, that's what it means to be a member of the flock of Christ. We are all flocks of something, right? Even if we're just a flock of my own, right? I do my own thing. We, we follow some way of living, and to follow Jesus is a particular way of living. Um, what's the one thing, the one thing that can separate us from Jesus? It's our sins, right? Our, our, our brokenness. We all have different ways in which we sin or different experience of sin in our lives. Um, but thankfully, God doesn't say, well... If you screw up after baptism, that's it. No, he, he gives us an opportunity to come back to him, to be remaining in communion with him, to confess our sins, to stay with him. When we break communion with him, it's not over. It's just, okay, I have to go back and reconnect myself with Christ. 
Sometimes we try to disguise ourselves, not necessarily overtly, but this is just part of who we are, is that we don't always see in ourselves the ways that we kind of hold back from Jesus, or we kind of keep parts of our lives disconnected from him. And we say, well, I kind of want to hold on to this little thing, whatever it is. It might be a, a vice, could be a sin, a pattern in our life. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're holding it back, but it's just sort of something we kind of protect. Uh, and suddenly it might come out and we're like, whoa, that's not good. What are, now i got to make a decision. Do I let go of this thing? Or do I kind of live this duplicity uh, where I'm living in two different worlds? And those are moments that are tough for us, right? It's a moment of conversion, we might say, an opportunity for conversion. And sometimes it takes time to say, okay, I'm going to give this to you, Lord. I'm going to surrender that thing. And that's not always easy to do, but it's an opportunity, again, for the Lord to draw us to himself. So Jesus loves being our, our shepherd. There's no question, right? He, he seeks us out. He wants us to follow him. He wants to be close to us. He loves us very much. Um, however, he never forces that on us, right? It's, it's a choice. When the shepherd goes off and brings the sheep to pasture and nourishes them and cares for them, it's a choice that we have to follow him, to stay with him. And then when he brings us back to the, the barn or the fold, you might say, it's a choice to stay with him. So that's something we all continually have to choose every day, right? Well, I'm just going to stay in the barn today. I'm going to do my own thing today, right? We all have days like that, right? Where it's like, ooh, this wasn't so good. I wasn't such a good sheep today. But tomorrow's a new day, a new opportunity, a new, new beginning. So thankfully, God is very patient with us. And he even, I think, expects that, that we are patient with ourselves, that we don't beat ourselves up when we recognize, ooh, it wasn't such a good day, but that we just come back to him, right? Come back to him. Repent of our sins, be forgiven, reconnect. And that's what Jesus wants for us. Uh, this weekend we have many of our students uh, at St. Joseph who are making their first communion. So it's kind of an exciting day for them tomorrow. And um, if, you th if you think about receiving communion, right, that's like sort of the, uh, it's a real sign of our discipleship that we're following Jesus, that we want to receive him in the Eucharist, to stay close to him. When we receive him, it, it, it means that we are in union with him, that we are receiving him into a, a life that is in communion with him, not just externally, but internally as well. I, I believe you, Lord. I trust you. I give you my life. I want to be close to you. All of these sentiments are sort of implicit when we receive communion. So it means we have to choose to follow Jesus, right? So for those little kids tomorrow, it's their first communion, so it's exciting and it's it's a big moment. But you and I both know that there are lots of moments ahead, right, where their, their communion with Jesus is going to be challenged. And we have all experienced this, haven't we all, in different ways, where we, moments when we say, ah, to stay with Jesus, I have to let go of this thing, or I have to sort of separate myself from that thing. And it's not always easy to let go of those things. Again, those moments of conversion are not always easy. But it's a beautiful thing when we allow Jesus to walk with us in that and ask him to help us in those times. And eventually, we do choose him and say, yes, Lord, you are primary. It's a very, uh, you might call it almost like a spousal relationship, how a, a husband and wife, they have to live this communion with one another, and it's an ongoing thing, right? It's never done. It's never complete. It's always just ongoing. And hopefully, over time, it goes deeper and deeper, and it means more and more. 
Um, but it's not always easy. And sometimes we do see parting of ways, right? Where someone in a moment chooses to go away from Christ or where spouses, they have these things that they can't overcome. So we pray for the grace to surrender to God's will, to stay close to him, to be open to his grace, to remain his sheep. And so for us here today, I pray that you would continue your journey wherever you are, wherever the Lord has you, wherever your experience of living the faith is, I pray that you continue to ask the Lord to help you to be his good sheep, that you ask him to be your good shepherd, and that your, your experience of being with, with Christ is an ongoing experience of communion, which doesn't mean it's easy, but it means that we're being formed, we're being uh, shepherded into this, this relationship with Christ that ultimately leads to eternal life. And so we pray for this at this Mass. Let's pray for the grace to remain with our Lord, to remain in communion with him, and to be remaining close to him throughout the course of our journey here on earth.